We are Finding Success. We're here to help break the monotony of your life and help you find your version of success. Welcome back to another episode, guys, with me, Adam. And me, Alex. How you doing, dude? I'm good, Matt. How are you? Yeah, good. Living the dream. Living the dream, mate. You know me. Another week. A bit more productive. Good. Um, oh, I've just got a really itchy eye all of a sudden. That's lovely, that is. Oh, uh, that's lovely. Yeah. Bit more productive week. Getting into it. Getting on top of life because I've had a few days off now. So, like, mm. life got up with me a bit then. Yeah, yeah. And I'm back on top of it now. So, yeah, in, in the green. Happier, happier place. What about yourself? Yeah, happy, mate. Really, really good to be back. Um, looking forward to, like you said, we've got a few weeks. Well, we've got a week left now. So, mm. I'm just going to smash this time out. Mm. Um, we've got a few things coming up, but I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, keep moving forward, as we say. Nice. This week's episode, we're going to get straight into it. What are we got talking about? This weekend, this week, we're going to talk about strengths and weaknesses. Oh, yeah. And whether or not we should work on our weaknesses or just focus on our strengths, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And you mentioned this just before we started recording, didn't you? Yeah. Brought it up and I, it got me thinking. And I was like, obviously, my go-to reaction was, yeah, always work on your weaknesses. Buff. You need to. Yeah. Well, because I think in my head, I was thinking of it as a performance athlete perspective. You know, you need to be a rounded, well-rounded athlete. You need to be the best you can be. So you always work on your weaknesses. But I think you're talking about in this that aspect you're talking about gym improvements am i right yeah. like i mean if you was to walk into a gym on an off day as in say you had a free day you didn't have a plan you sort of felt really really good and you wanted just to work out for an hour or so first of all what's your strongest part of your body before we carry on my legs okay so what would you train in the gym probably my legs okay but why i why really would you not work on your weakness because I don't enjoy it as much. Mm. David Goggins, Brian. <sighs> so my, my weakness is my core, my abs. Okay. I hate it. I hate doing sit-ups. I hate doing toaster bar. I hate doing crunches. All those things. And I tell you why I hate them. It's because, well, they hurt like mad. But like a different type of hurt. So like getting a chest pump, doing like struggling to walk afterwards, I find is pleasurable. It's fun not being able to walk yeah. after a leg workout. But mid-core workout, sit-ups, it's a different type of pain. Mm. I hate it. It's a cramp, isn't it? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's a, oh, it takes, a, it's just not nice. And I think that's just, it's my inner bitch winning. Mm. And just, I've avoided it for so many years now that it's almost embarrassingly bad. So now I look, I'm envisioning how I must look to others, you know, look good in the gym, strong, doing good weights everywhere, and then struggles to do 50 sit-ups. Just wouldn't be able to do. Mm. I guarantee I would not be able to do fifty. I wouldn't be able to do thirty. I don't think. I'm sure you could do. We'll try it after this. All right, done. But yeah, I've, I've neglected it for a long, long time, and I regret it. So in that case, as you said before we started, your instant reaction was work on your weaknesses. Now, if I ask you the same question, but regarding a business aspect of life. Maybe we're talking about a, uh, well, regard, it doesn't matter what it is, what business it is. What would you then choose? I'd focus on my strengths and I'd only, and I'd only <clears throat> perform my strengths. Um, I would completely delegate the weaknesses. Yeah. Just from the fact that, say if, um, say if you're no good at accounting, you shouldn't give it a go. No. <laughs> Don't do it. Get someone else to do it. You know what I mean? If yeah. Marketing. You're no good at it. Get someone else to do it. Pay someone else to do it. It's going to be 
10 times more beneficial. It's good to know about it. Yeah. It's good to know the basics of accounting and the basics of marketing. So you have an idea of when your marketer or accountant comes up to you and has a chat with you, you have a rough idea. But you don't need to be the pro. No. Now we're talking about, so this is a great, again, another, another great analogy. We're talking about Ben Francis yep. the other day. Or, well, a few, a few episodes ago, back few, now. A few months yeah. ago now, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Um, and we were speaking about him outsourcing uh, a mm. CEO. Yes. Him stepping down because he realized that he couldn't take the company any further than what it was currently at. Mm. And he wanted to find someone that would move it forward. So he stepped down as a CEO, outsourced the job, brought someone else in, and learned from that person. Is he now back CEO, isn't he? Is he? Ben is now. Yeah, yeah Ben yeah. is now CEO. So Ben's gone back. So he stepped down from CEO to be like a follower. And a follower. <laughs> a follower. <laughs> yeah. The Watcher. Great, great show. And, uh, and then... What he's done, learned all the tricks of the trade from this guy who was very, very, very smart, very wealthy, very clever, and gone, right, I now feel ready that I can do that job. Off you go, in I go. And now the company's going from strength to strength. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he's stepped down from what he knew wasn't working, taking the time to work on his weakness because it's something that he wanted to do. Good point. Because he was a business owner. He mm. wants to run that company for him, by him, because it is basically, if you scrapped Jim Shark, it would be Ben Francis, Jim Ware. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it's all him. It's yeah, everything yeah, yeah. that he's doing is because he wants to do it. Not because, okay, maybe some of the clothing, you know, he doesn't really need to wear women's clothes, but maybe his wife does. So he's creating a product that is both good for his family, wife, and him. Mm. Um so he's learned from someone that is the best at what he thought uh, was taking the company in, in a good direction than they have. But like you said, when you're starting a company, you don't want to go and learn to be an accountant. You go and outsource that job because it's really easy to do. Yeah. Just go and find an accountant. You can yeah. pay them a couple hundred quid a, a, a year or whatever and they can do it for you. Same with marketing, same with all that yeah. sort of stuff. But it also comes into home life. If you're a very wealthy um business person you live on your own you spend 100 hours a week working the last thing you want to do is come home mm. and pick up your dirty pants and <laughs> wash them or wash your plates that you've just dumped in the uh, in the sink if you hired a maid him or her could do that for you how much time do you gain oh loads of time i mean i don't know about you but oh well i know you actually we're pretty anal on the household yep. so when you clean something you clean it <laughs> it goes from like a 10 minute clean to like three hours deep and you're you've cleaned everything in a house it, it's same with gardening yeah mowing the lawn is actually quite a long process yeah. if you hadn't a gardener you wouldn't have to do that it would save you two three hours in a day to work on what you need to work on or recover from the week that you've had spot on I couldn't agree more I, I think the same I, I hate gardening I love I find it therapeutic when I when I've done it in the past, yeah. But I wouldn't. Want, I don't want to do it every every week because it's like in, during the summer as well in the UK it shoots up, doesn't it? Yeah. Like stuff that you didn't even know grows. exists. Yeah, it grows. Yeah. Like it's, it's massive. So and it's it's repetitive. Like literally, <laughs> cutting the grass is just so mundane when you're doing it week in week out. You're just cutting it to just wait again to do, like to do it again mm. next week, and it's just pay someone to do it, gain that time back because it's it's not just. Put shoes on, go and cut the lawn. You got to fill it with petrol. You got to go around, empty the bin, put it in the empty the you know 
grass trimmings, put it in the bin. Yeah. And you got to take, make sure you take the bin out every time. So just play a garden. Yeah. Just gain all that free time. And same with, um, like I said, a maid. Get someone to clean the house. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I really like a good deep clean. I like a clean house. I like a good deep clean like every month. But that's so time consuming. Is, yeah. I'd much rather pay someone to do it. And it, it could take them, it might just take them three hours of their time. But I'd happily pay them to do that because if it means I've not got to even think about it. I'm not I'm not even wasting time thinking about it. Yeah. It's just there, right, okay, organised, done next month, she's gonna come in and she's gonna clean. Yeah. Boff. It so so again, like we're talking about here, you don't have to we're not saying every single household should do this. No. But we're talking about the people that are trying to save time and spend a bit more money de- delegating some tasks that necessarily aren't very high on their priority list. Say say you're working nine to five, yeah, and you you're trying to break out of the rat race like we are. Like you, you're working every waking moment. You're not at the nine to five. You're working on your your on next your side. Yeah. yeah, on your side hustle. You're gonna need those extra hours. Mm. They're gonna come in like so valuable later on. Yeah, you need them. So take advantage of them. That's when that's the type of person that should be doing this sort of thing. Um, but I just want to go back to Ben Francis real quick because it triggered something when you last said something about him. He stepped down from CEO because he realised he wasn't strong enough for that position at that point in time. Yeah, and that is the exception to the rule of uh, improving your weaknesses as such. And I think it was it was a good decision because obviously he's he wants to be the CEO, he wants to manage you, and it wasn't his strength at the time. So it's very very good move to step down, hire someone else to come do it, and then learn from him. Mm. Like that's working on your weaknesses but in the right sense. So instead of learning how to be an accountant, learning how to be a mar- uh, marketer, learning how to lead a multi-billion dollar business, that, that was, that's the rule, that's the exception to the rule of, of working, uh, learning, improving your weaknesses yeah. in business, I think. You've done it the right way. In, when you want to become an accountant, you go to university to study accountancy. When you want to be a CEO, there isn't really a, a course of that but experience is the course. Mm. So if you hire someone that is experienced, the mm. quickest way to ever learn of someone is from experience. Absolutely. You don't need a degree to become a CEO, but for someone that has had previous experience, for someone that has had many successful businesses, the thing that you can do is just find someone that has done it. And that is what he did, and that is what that is why he's improved on his weakness. And that's why... He is where he is today because mm. the, the company is just unbelievable. It's just mm. massive. It's incredible. Um, so we're talking about time. We're talking about saving time. We're talking about working on our weaknesses in aspects of our life. Jim, not slacking on your abs. <laughs> <laughs> working on those weaknesses, working on the investing, working on the trading, working on yourself, working on self-improvement. How do you find your weakness? Whoo! In, say, the gym world, you know that because it's probably the least amount. Of I think you work if on. if you <clears throat> in the gym world, just every day working out, trying to for general fitness, everybody that goes to the gym will know their weakness because it's the thing they do the least. Yeah. I don't think I think it's common for someone to avoid doing their weakness. You see all the time, big bench bros not doing legs. Yeah. Well, and they'll say, "Oh, I don't have the time." But actually, it's just because they've skipped it for so long, they've got terrible legs. They can't, they can't bench. They can't squat while they're benching, which yeah. is just embarrassing. Um, so, like, any everyone will just have something they avoid because they don't like doing it because it makes them feel inferior when they do it. Like that's, that's what doing abs makes me feel. I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm a rookie in the gym again because yeah, yeah. I'm at ground zero, level one. 
entry just like, oh, this is, sucks. And I think so everyone will know their weakness in the gym for me. I think, what do you think? Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. As for business, <clears throat> I think whatever you enjoy doing the most is probably going to be your strength or will be in the future. I think if you don't enjoy doing it so much, it's always going to be a weakness, yeah. like accounting. If you don't enjoy doing it, you're not going to want to learn to do it or to do it better or anything like that. It's just going to be, it'll be a chore that you're not going to want to take on. So I think, I think you'd also know that really. Whatever you like doing the most is probably your strength. Mm. What do you think? How, yeah. do you, how do you find out a weakness? We, so we say every single time that you want to get into something that you want to do a business or start a business or whatever, Start with what you're interested in. Do mm. something that you're in. Do do a hobby. Do something you you physically want to go and do. Mm. The last thing that people want to do, unless they're interested in numbers, is running an accountancy firm, or you know they want to run a bike shop. They don't want to know the numbers behind it, but they want to have bikes coming in and out. They want to sell a bike to a happy person to for them to walk away or ride away and have a great time on that bike. They do not want to market it. They do not want to advertise it. They do not want to sit behind and figure out how much taxes they've got to pay for what bike they're going to buy next and stock and whatever. They just want to have that business going. They, norm- they normally chase one aspect, aren't they? Yeah. And that's it. it that's it. If, same for us, really. I mean, at the moment, we are terrible at social media. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. And it's something that we do actually need to improve. That is on a massive weakness. When we do... It actually changes the game completely because if we do it for a month, we know the improvements that it makes for us. But physically, we don't ever make that improvement. At the moment, we haven't made that improvement. It's a massive weakness, but we can. We know we can do it. It's just, I think, in some ways or another, it's a bit of a laziness. Yeah. We just can't be asked to continue to post every single day because we would rather do other stuff like work on ourselves or mm. work on improving the podcast as in our episode or our ideas rather than actually telling everyone what we're doing. We want to work on it for us. So that's one yeah. of our weaknesses that we need to do, that we need to work Spot on. on. But I, again, I just think that you know your weakness. You do know your weakness. It's not hard to find your weakness. I've just reeled off ours yeah, yeah, yeah. off the bat. And just a quick side note, if it hurts, if you if it hurts to admit your weakness... It means it's probably true as well. It's like Absolutely. that's the exact. That's your real weakness, mm. because like it's, it hurts us to say we're useless at social media. It's like painful to admit, and like yeah. we want to be good at it, but we are useless. Same as it hurts for me to admit that I don't do my abs. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious you can see my beer belly going sitting there, but <laughs> like <clears throat> I don't enjoy telling them I have, I have weak abs. So if if you if you are you might be tempted not to admit that that's your weakness, but if it hurts, it's probably like, oh, actually, I'm on the right direction. You yeah. feel like someone telling, saying something about you. If it hurts, there's probably some truth behind it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I'd say. Sorry. You're working you. those abs then, boy. I know. You're working those abs. But I think everyone knows their weakness. If you yeah. really, really look at yourself in the mirror, you can find your weakness very, very easily. Absolutely. Um, I think we'll leave it at that more to that. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, links will be down below. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Help this podcast get out there so we can help the world. Take care, guys. Have a good one, and see you next time. Success is available for everyone, so why should you settle for less?